Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, the uh, moist line is tomorrow during this hour. So one of your last warnings to give us your messages. Use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, to deliver a message that way. Call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, yesterday there was a press conference at the district attorney's office in Riverside. And it was the Riverside District Attorney Mike Hestron and the Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco. They were joined by the Riverside City Police Chief Larry Gonzalez and the DA from Tulare County, Tim Ward, to talk about one particular criminal, but to point out that this particular criminal is indicative of California's lax criminal justice, which we have watched now for the better part of 10 years on the decline due to legislation mostly coming out of Sacramento, sometimes out of the ballot box, such as Prop 47, to make sure that our jails and prisons are fairly empty. That's really where all this is going to. Uh, it's the case of Timothy Bethel, and he committed crimes in uh, both counties, and uh, Tulare and Riverside. And uh, just a quick rundown of what he's done with his life. He's only 31 years old. He was sentenced to five years plus in state prison, pleaded guilty to 17 felony counts, theft, burglary, vandalism, uh, nine businesses he uh, went after in Visalia. But listen to his record. Bethel was convicted of a felony drug offense in 2014 in Fresno County. He then pleaded guilty to 14 felonies, vandalizing and stealing from seven Visalia businesses in 2021. He was released to a recovery program, but he never showed up. 
Then he's charged with another burglary, sentenced to another year in jail, a year in mandatory supervision. Then he pleaded guilty to six more felonies and got sentenced to three more years. But instead of going to prison, he he was released because of jail overcrowding. Hey, we you know we can go on and on. You get the idea. Yep, uh, AB one hundred and nine is a part of this. Uh, that was passed in twenty eleven when Jerry Brown was governor, and uh, they were. This is another idea to help the overcrowding, as they called it, in the state prisons. AB one hundred and nine, as we've told you many times, originally was a prison building a bill. It was supposed to build more prisons. Instead, they gutted it and turned it into this thing, which basically decided that, oh, well, you know, if you're a state inmate and you're released on probation and parole and you commit an offense, they'll take care of you on the county level. Don't kick them back to state prison. And, of course, a lot of the county jails, uh, local jails, are so overcrowded, that doesn't result in much time. So these guys just bounce around, in and out they go. Let's get the sheriff on and talk more details about this. Sheriff Chad Bianco, welcome. How are you? Thank you, guys. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Well, you were uh, quite blunt yesterday at the press conference. Share your thoughts with uh, our listeners. Yeah, I was blunt, and the I will I will remain blunt until something changes. And it's Mike was Mike Castro and our DA was very very clear yesterday that uh, about our frustration, and we were at the point where. It's just over the top ridiculous. There's nothing we can do anymore. We're not getting any help. We're actually getting uh, kickback and and roadblocks and and steel doors uh, placed in our way by our legislators. And this case was a a, a great example of a multiple county offender. However, this is not an abnormal example. This is – Every single day, we are having more and more and more and more repeat offenders uh, coming across our, our our deputies, our police officers being sent to our DAs, being sent to our jails. And then the reality of our jail systems is we have to release them because we are full. And we are full because that was the way a, a, a worthless governors, two of them, the last one and this one, uh, decided they were going to fix the prison population. Let's just give them to the counties and make the counties deal with it, and then we'll close the prisons when we empty them. It just makes absolutely no sense. Change the laws to where there are not things that used to be crimes are no longer crimes, and then we'll lie to the general public and we'll tell them, look how look how crime is going down. <laughs> now you guys know that crime is not no. going down. No, but what you said. They yeah, changed, rigged it. Yeah. They changed the laws so a crime is not a crime, and then they claim crime is going down. And then you look and you see, like in San Francisco, you've got uh, Walgreens closing and Whole Foods closing. There's Walmarts closing in Chicago, I just read today. And it's all the same thing. That crimes aren't prosecuted. And it's a relatively small number of people who commit a lot of crime. It is. And they're re- repeat offenders for historically. I'm I'm going to promise you it it, it doesn't happen unless it's like a murder or, uh, you know, a a horrible rape or, you know, something like that are major, major crimes. No one goes to prison the first time they commit a felony. It doesn't happen. It has never happened in history. Prison is for the repeat offenders that just don't learn lessons and, and we have to put them there. And now we don't do that anymore. 
repeat offenders get let out as soon as they get arrested and guess what they do they repeat this this idea this this little rainbow and unicorn fantasy land that our current majority of our legislators and our governor is is non-existent it's a fantasy land and these repeat offenders are laughing Every single day as they just victimize and victimize and victimize our businesses and our do, residents. Do you and think it's maybe it's even worse than that, that there's some actual malice going on here that they want to destabilize and, and, and ruin the state? Because well, I'm really starting yeah, to wonder. I'm, all, I'm, only gonna, I'm, I'm, all, I'm going to answer that because you brought it up. And I, I don't want people thinking I'm a conspiracy theorist. But what I am is a realist. And I, have, I, I try and employ a lot of reason and common sense into my decisions and the things that I do. And when you look at this entire situation, there is absolutely no logical or reason or excuse for this to be happening and for them to be doing this unless they are doing it on purpose. And they, they want the destabilization. They want, this is what they ultimately want, is they want to blame me for it. They want to blame our police departments for it. And they want to say that we can't handle our job. There's too many criminals. Crime is running rampant. And, oh, look, I'm, the, I'm, I'm our, our wonderful, slick-haired governor. I'm going to come in and fix it for you. They create the problem, and then they come up with a government solution that they're going to fix the problem. And they hope that we're not smart enough to figure it out along the way. And that's why we're frustrated. And I can promise you this. I'm not, it, it, I mean, some may say I was never quiet, but I'm certainly not going to be quiet anymore because we're, this is, our state's being destroyed. Uh, what, what does it take to wake up the voting public? I, well, I, I just yeah. don't understand the reaction. Uh, well, California has changed so much. Just in the last 10 years, it seems like the voting public is inert. They're not responding to anything. It does. And there's, you know, something I've always said is, is we, good people, they live in a little bubble and they, they go to work every day and they come home every day and they worry about their kids going to school and they help their kids at night and they send their kids to school and they go to work the next day. And they don't want problems. They don't want trouble. So as long as it doesn't come to their front door, they're happy. The problem with right now, and you may even call it a good thing right now, is it's coming to everyone's front door. And people are having to realize now that we have a major problem and how are we going to fix it? And if we can get enough people saying that your apathy, you, you, your, the, the things that you have failed to do over the last 30 years for voting the right people in have caused this problem. So now you're going to have to get us out. So you're going to have to vote for the right people. You're going to actually vote if you don't vote. And I, I do believe that because of the outcry that we're hearing now from, from residents that are fed up, I think we're getting to that point where they are fed up and they are going to try and do something about it. But here's one of the things. Now, certainly not you guys, but our mainstream media has a major role in this, and, and they're, they're, somewhat, they're somewhat culpable in this because – it's not rocket science. They should have figured this out a long time ago, and they should have called them on this a long time ago. And until they start, until people start seeing it in the newspapers and on TV and the news stations, the regular news stations, I don't know if, if well, we can reach enough people. The, the television stations here in L.A. cover a crime, if it's spectacular enough, after it happens to show you the gore. They don't ex ever, 
ever, ever explain that the suspect has already committed 17 other crimes and has been cycled That's through the system over and over again. And he's got a long list of felonies. They never, ever get, get into that. Most people get their news from television and television never reports this. You're absolutely right. And I think as soon as as soon as this starts happening, I, I think we're going to we're going to see it. We're going to see it change. And I think it's really going to snowball. Um, life is society is about pendulums. Um, we know that we always talk about that. And I believe the pendulum reached its, its apex a, a little while ago and it's starting to come back down. And I just hope it's a it's a it's a quick swing back uh, because it we're it's just it's it's crazy now it's it's not even funny and it's even to the point we were mike and i were talking about this after the press conference yesterday we the looks that we got from the reporters that were there and from the cameramen were there it's like they almost don't even believe us this is so outlandish just it's like that is so incredible what you're saying it's almost not believable what what, what and, part of that you mean you mean like bethel's record or or the yes what and that this is happening all of the time. This is happening all over. This is not an isolated incident. This is what we're dealing with day after day after day after day. Yeah. This is this wasn't sensationalism. This was complete frustration between the two DAs and then finding out that we had to release him from our custody because of overcrowding because we have too many state prison inmates in our jail system and we don't have enough capacity. Okay, Should Chad. We build more jails, of course. Yeah, Chad, we got to go. Thank you for coming on. We'll talk again. You bet. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco. Uh, your chance for money coming up next. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, I mean, this is important. We just were talking to the Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco, one of the few remaining public officials in the state of California, certainly here in Southern California, that speaks common sense when it comes to uh, public safety. And we have watched this now for 12 years. It all started when Jerry Brown was governor and uh, he is the federal judge got involved and said, oh, state prisons are too crowded. This is really where it started. State prisons are too crowded. You got to do something. They could have. So they, they actually drafted a bill to build more prisons, which is what we advocated. Just build more prisons. Common sense. Right? There's no magic number of prisoners we have to have, and there's no maximum number. Just deal with it. Crime goes up and crime goes down. Build more capacity. The judge says that there's too many people in the prisons. Crime? But, it, but they would not do that. Okay. They did not do that. Instead, they came up with this convoluted idea to make sure that inmates were not returned to the state prisons. They're handed over to the counties to deal with if they commit any more crimes again, unless it's really, really, really serious. And then the county prisons, as we heard from the sheriff, the, the, the jails are, are way too overcrowded already, right. so they, they kick them after a day okay. or two. So these guys are just cycling in and out. Right, and they know all this, right? All the politicians that have voted for this. Now, this story's been going on for, what, about 14 years? I think 14 years since they refused to build another prison, and the case was going through court as to whether uh, there's too many prisoners. So for 14 years, and they've seen all the degradation in society. They've seen that all their ideas didn't work. They made it complicated so nobody normal could even follow the story. Well, what do you mean they closed the state prisons, but they're they're, they're kicked to the county prisons, uh, and, and then you, you go on uh, probation, but if you break your parole, you go back for 10 days, then you're out again. And it's, uh, you know, nobody pays attention to all that. They don't understand no. it. And no, then, you know, but... so, all right, so I'll go back to my other point. 
they know by now everything's not working. They they can talk till they drop dead about whatever wacky theories they've come up with, which I think are all cover stories. I don't think they believe any of these theories. I think this is what they wanted to do. I really do. And I think the, the, the you know, there there's certain financiers of these candidates and that's what they want to do. And it's about ruining our life. And they've succeeded because it's what Chad Bianco said. If you take the premise that they wanted to do this on purpose, then suddenly everything makes sense because nothing makes sense about doing this. Nothing. Every single act, every chapter in the story now for 14 years makes no sense. Nobody sane would do this. Well, I'm only halfway with you. I'm a holdout that they still believe that America is racist. Its criminal justice system is racist. It punishes people of color way too much. So that's why we have to cut down on so imprisoning that's why, people. So, so that's, that's why we have to cut down on imprisoning so people. That's why people. Let's move in that direction. So that's why people of color have to suffer as most of the victims? Yeah, they're the victims, right? Yeah, they don't care the, about that side of it. So that, they're so they're that, more concerned so that, about the criminal side of that's it. That's interesting. That ri- lives well, are ruined okay. because criminals are thrown in prisons. Uh, yeah, yes, but, but again, the logic breaks down. Because the oh, lo- I didn't say there was logic, well, okay. but I said that's where they're coming so from. So do they have no logic? Or is this all a grand cover story? Because the logic tells you that the vast majority of the victims are people of color. They are. They are the ones. Except the end game of your theory also is illogical that they want the whole world to go into chaos and it's a bunch of bloodshed and we all die. That doesn't make any logic either. But that's what's happening, though. But that's what's happening. They want to destroy the system. They don't think America is legitimate. They don't think we should be here. Capitalism is evil. We are racist. Oh, no, I we agree are, with that. That right. is where a lot of this comes from. Oh, okay. From. So the way to get rid of, because we're a very strong nation. Well, unless and, you're saying tear it down and start again. Is yeah. that what you're saying they want to yes. do? Yes, with them in control, with them dictating. And they're doing it in so many ways. They're dictating, for example, what kind of cars we're going to drive. They're going to be dictating when we could plug in and use the electric grid, right? Oh, you can only do it between 4 and 9 o'clock. Stuff like that. There's a lot of control. Your kids can't go to school this year because we decided there's a fake health emergency. There is so much insidious control. So I think what Chad was saying is, yeah, they're going to burn it all down and then build it back up under their terms after we're all left helpless. Which is government control because they believe that the capitalist system and individuals left to their own devices, it's not good. And the dry run was the whole COVID panic. We were left helpless and scared in california and the reason newsom hates desantis is desantis proved that theory wrong so now desantis has a thriving state that that has thousands of people moving in every day and newsom has a state that is shrinking is getting poorer is getting less populated with less tax revenue coming in so he, he, his system failed coming out of COVID. And that was the ultimate test. How much can the government control? How much the, can the government dictate to you? You can't play tennis. You can't walk on the beach. You can't go eat outdoors. I, people went along with this here in California because they were afraid. Now it looks foolish. It looks laughable. People in Florida and other states, they didn't do any of it. The party continued. They were right. We were wrong. But it was a dry run for the control. And to control, they have to scare you. And like COVID scared everybody, the crime is scaring everybody. Well, people have not gotten angry enough to make any change to that. They're going along with it in the state of California, electing these people, keeping everything in place. They never did during COVID either.
All right, more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio. It's 1 to 4 o'clock every day. After 4 o'clock, you can hear the same show on the podcast, John and Ken On Demand, on the iHeart app. That is a lot. I mean, we're down to the last half hour here, but if you missed the first two hours. Oh, my God. Two and a half, really. You should definitely pick it up on demand. A lot of, lot of the A-list stories today that you should definitely listen to later on if you missed it. Yeah, we're still going to try to find out more about the man that they have arrested for stabbing the tech guy, Bob Lee, to death in San Francisco. Uh, not unexpected because we heard some hints dropped <clears throat> that this was not a random encounter. He supposedly knew Bob Lee, but we have no details yet about the uh, the relationship between them, business relationship or friendship that went awry or what. We don't know, but we're going to find that out in the next couple of days, and we'll Would, be looking into that story. I'd love to know what they were arguing about, and it, if, I, it, I, if it was fueled by some crazy drug or, or alcohol. Yeah. When I think of tech people, yeah, I get. I guess that's kind of old fashioned. Say alcohol, maybe drugs is more common now. But yeah, like they were both coked up or something. I, I mean, I don't know, but it, the behavior for people of that age, right? They're in. I think uh, one is thirty eight, and Bob Lee was forty three, and Bob Lee's got two 
little girls. Daughters, yeah. That age, they both had a lot of money. They both hit it big in tech. I, I just, that is strange. Or maybe there was a business relationship and maybe one of them not doing too too well and had an argument over I don't I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll wait for that story to come out. Uh, we've been talking about, of course, crime in California and our horrific collapsing criminal justice system. Well, a lot of it uh, came home to roost today. Did you hear? They had to clear out the uh, Capitol in Sacramento. Evacuation. Why? A gunman. There was a man they were looking for, a guy from Hayward, who was involved in two non-injury shootings on Wednesday night. His name is Jackson Pini of Hayward, age 30, and he had threatened to come to the Capitol and shoot people. They called it credible because he'd already carried out some shootings in Roseville and Citrus Heights. Sure, did a test so run. They decided to evacuate the Capitol, and people that weren't there yet were told to stay home, work from home. Uh, he's considered at large, armed, and dangerous. I wonder what his criminal record is. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Is this somebody that should not be loose? Exactly. I don't have that information in the article. They're still looking for him, identifying his uh, vehicle. I mean, and is that what it's going to take? Is they uh, is the legislators get terrorized by, by some guy that they've allowed to spin through the system a dozen times? But wouldn't that be justice, right? Yeah. On, on, on that level, right? Yeah. Cosmic uh, karmic justice. Now we'll uh, play uh, this for you. Uh, speaking of our beloved governor, and I guess uh, we're going to hear about our vice president, too. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Fox News, uh, last night had who else on the show but the Trumpster. And the subject eventually came around to Gavin Newsom and California politicians. And uh, here's what happened. So if he doesn't run, if he's taken out by his own party or who knows what happens, but doesn't seem like he's capable of running again, who does run? Well, obviously, the one that they uh, would talk about would be the vice president, Kamala. Uh, that would be the one that they talk about. But I don't think she's performed well on the big stage. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But there are a certain group of people that will go crazy if it's not her. They're going to go very. They're going to be very angry if it's not her. That's a problem. Uh, you have a very ambitious guy in California, but he's done a terrible job with the state. I used to get along great with him. You know, when I was president, I had along. You know, got along really good, Gavin. Well, but you got along with Gavin Newsom. I did. I really did. He was always very nice to me. He said the greatest things. He would say things like, "He's doing a great job." Oh, he was very about nice. you. About me. That's why I could never hit him because he was so nice to me. He's just laying in wait, right? But I could, you know, I, he was very nice to me. And relatively speaking, some of them were. We did a good job for the governors. But um, they talk about him, they talk about some others. Uh, I just don't see Biden doing it from a physical or a mental standpoint. Yes. I don't see it. But. It's been a crazy period of time in the world of politics, but he's surrounded by people. You know, they expected Bernie to win. Now, Bernie's older than Biden, you know, whether you like him or not. He's sharp. I watched him being interviewed the other day. He's 100 percent sharp. He hasn't lost Bernie much, Sanders. if anything. Bernie Sanders. But, you know, he's older. So it's not an age thing. Uh, yeah. So people are shocked. that. But I remember remember Trump came here a couple of times I think after the fires. They did look kind of oddly buddyish. Well, I think Newsom, 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 to... Newsom needed a lot of money from Trump. He needed a lot of federal support. Oh, that's true. He did right for all the, the disasters, end. right? Like COVID money, and so 
somebody told Newsom, and it's true, that if you flatter Trump, he'll do what you want. So Newsom smartly flattered Trump, and Trump gave him whatever he needed for all the disasters. That That's the story. Now, some of the right-wing media, no, let me rephrase that. Some of the... Uh, the, the side of the Republican Party, there are certain media outlets and certain activists who hate Trump, and they're Republicans, right? They're the never-Trumpers. Oh, I So see. they were pushing an edited clip that said, oh, Gavin was nice to me. That's why I could never hit him. Okay. Saying, see, see, we need DeSantis. DeSantis will go to war against Newsom. Trump won't. Well, they took it out of this truly took it out of context. What he was saying was, yeah, I didn't hit him at the time because he was nice to me. And so we worked together. But if you listen to the clip at the beginning, he says he's done a terrible job for the state. Right. The whole context. But uh, Trump will destroy everyone, including his own family members, to win. So that there's a lot of things to worry about with Trump. I'm not worried he would go light on Gavin Newsom if they ended up facing each other. All right, well, that was playing. I did find a little more information on this shooter that led to the state capitol in Sacramento being evacuated, Jackson Pinney. Yeah. Uh, he has a criminal record dating back nearly a decade in Alameda County, an array of misdemeanors and felonies from 2010 through May of 2022. In April of last year, he was arrested by the Ceres Police Department for causing a disturbance in two retail stores. Uh, he appeared to be on drugs. He got into a verbal altercation with people. He was arrested for shoplifting at a Togo sandwich place. Oh, yeah, this is one of these people. Yeah. It, it, it looks like yeah. a druggie and a thief and yeah. uh, violent, too. Almost came home to roost. And now uh, he apparently was shooting at cars and stuff today. Yeah. So yeah. so they had, to, uh, they had to evacuate. They had to evacuate the capital because apparently he threatened to come there yeah. well, and then cause some they, damage. They created the guy. Yeah, I don't know why you'd shoot the capital. Those people are your friend. Yeah, they're passing bills to make it easier for you to stay free. They've allowed you to commit all these crimes. They really, don't take it out on them. They're, 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 they're your accomplices. They're your buddies. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM six forty. It's time for Dodger baseball tomorrow. The Dodgers take on the Cubs at Dodger Stadium. First pitch at 7 o'clock. Listen to the game in HD on the free iHeartRadio app live from the Galpin Motors broadcast booth. Keyword AM570 LA Sports. It's the John and Ken Show here. KFI AM640 live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Yeah, that app can be used to leave us a message for the Moist line. Please do that if you'd like to. Uh, use the microphone icon. We're collecting messages for tomorrow. Still doing it. Tomorrow during this hour, we play the Moist Line calls. The toll-free number is there, though, too, if you want to do it by old-fashioned phone call. 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. One quick headline, the bribery trial of a Los Angeles deputy mayor, Raymond Chan, he served under Eric Yoga Pants Garcetti, has been declared a mistrial. And it's not like, you know, the headline reads, people think, oh, oh, no, what happened? The prosecution screwed up. No, uh, Chan's lawyer is Harlan Braun, and uh, he can't continue. Uh, he's gotten very ill. He's 80 years old, a well-known criminal defense attorney. Says here he spent more than two years preparing for this trial, but uh, he's had some severe medical problems. So Chan has to get a new attorney, and the judge agreed to give him 11 days to do that, but they're going to have to start over. Yeah. Now, one of the other stories... <laughs> Uh, you may have, you probably didn't wonder about this, but 
the war between Russia and Ukraine. You're aware of that, John? That's right. You built a bunker. Uh, I know. I am living with the consequences of this war in my bunker. I know. You're keeping it outfitted. It's all it's up to date. I I mean, it's been over a year now. Actually, I I was thinking about this yesterday. I've got to go down there and look at the water. I don't know how long water lasts before it expires. There is expiration. There is yes. expiration dates. They're hard but to I read. But I don't. Off the top of my head, I don't know. But yeah. when I buy those uh, packs of water at like Costco, and it, there and, is a date on them. And if it's because uh, there is there is pallets. A, that's what they're called. Pallets. Because you know what it does? It absorbs the uh, the taste of the plastic. I've noticed. That's correct. It leaches is the word. Leaches. You know what, yes. What's bad? And I did this once because you know I'm kind of crazy too. And I had like a little earthquake kit in the trunk of my car in case I got stranded on the road during a major earthquake. Mm. I'm like Deborah Mark right now. And I had water back there in, a, in, in one of those plastic containers. And I, and I did read, don't, it, the, right, the plastic can leach into the water and that's not Chem- healthy. Chemicals. Chemicals. You, you'd be drinking. You're good yes. for another year, John. Oh, really? Yeah, it's about two years. Oh, oh all good. Right. There you go. See, I thought I was going to have to start. Well, I probably should, uh, in a few months, cycle them upstairs and, and use them up uh, <laughs> normally. Bring well, uh, you, you may not have thought about this, but if you are Ukrainian and Russian and you're not a soldier involved directly in this war, you might want to get away for a while. And one of the places that apparently people, particularly Russians, have been going to sort of escape. The war, obviously, Russia is not being attacked directly very much, but it still can be stressful. They're going to Bali, and Bali, of course, is sort of a Indonesia, a paradise, right, for people who enjoy the water, the beach, the island chain, and the South Pacific. Well, they've had enough. Uh, apparently, they are getting an incredible amount of rowdy tourists who are causing all sorts of problems in that nation. Uh, it's not just, I mean, it's not just Russians and Ukrainians. People still come from places like Australia, but they're doing an ad campaign asking people to behave more respectfully. They have banned or they're proposing banning, banning visitors from renting motorbikes to curb reckless driving. Mm. A lot of drinking is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, They deported a Russian man who uh, posted a widely circulated photo to social media that showed him with his pants around his ankles atop Mount Agung, which is a sacred site for Hindus. Oh, see? Oh, that's offensive. That is offensive. That's a Russian for you. Yeah. Uh, So he got deported. Uh, He pulled down his pants and stood on top of a sacred site. Mount Agung. Another Russian man was deported for uh, working as a photographer in violation of his residence permit. Boy, they're tough on uh, people who find this, this is what we ought to be doing. Yeah, no, this and, country is getting close to that. Instead, we give them $50,000 worth of benefits. Yeah, when well, when you're an island nation, you can be tougher on uh, yeah. on immigration. But, uh, yeah, 22,104 Russian visitors came this January, a total second only to Australia which had 91,000 people go there, but it's not that far to go from I, Australia I think, to I, Bali. Well, one, one, of the, uh, one of the tourists said, you know, if I wanted to hang out with drunken Australians, I'd stay at home. This was an <laughs> Australian woman named Shannon. Uh, there were yeah. increase in traffic accidents, reckless yeah. driving, fights. Australian guys are nuts. Topless driving and indecent exposure. Well, there you go. Book uh, <laughs> your trip to Bali. Yeah. Yeah, God, we must, you know, we must look, Americans just look stupid in some of these countries. 
Well, they, these aren't they, Americans mostly, but yeah. Uh, no, but I, yeah, but there's some Americans that come, and I you, you see them. When we've traveled, we've seen Americans and and just so many fat guys in in bad fitting t shirts, and shorts, <laughs> and backward baseball caps, and weird uh, facial hair, hmm. and they're loud and boorish. It's like, oh man. Makes you on spring break. You're seeing these are older. Oh guys? yeah, these yeah older guys. These are these are uh, you know vacationers. Oh, you could you could see Americans a mile away. They're mo- they're the most shabbily dressed slobs of any nation. <laughs> like Italian men dress entirely differently than American men. Oh, they do much yeah. better. It is, and uh, one thing I noticed when I was in Europe in countries like Italy, much thinner too. Much thinner, yes. Oh yeah. Like like a hundred percent of the fat people you'll see walking the streets of Rome are Americans. They don't eat all the processed foods that Americans eat. We right. are really big because of all the mass advertising and sales and buy all this and you can save. Yeah. Uh, we're really into that in this country. Other countries don't. They sometimes they still buy fresh vegetables and fruits and they buy fresh food and fresh meat. Spend all day stuffing our guts. Yeah, really. Conway's here. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Alex Stone's coming on with us. Uh, I heard you guys talk to him earlier about the San Francisco killing uh, of, of uh, Bob Lee. We'll get to the bottom of that. Blake Trolley's coming on with us. The Metro riders are concerned for their safety. I don't know why. Seems like a fairly safe place to have. Oh, no, wait. Three stabbings in a week. Mm. Some guy got stabbed in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's tough. That's tough on a train, right? Because the guy's got to be, mm, I don't know, like. Where the window is. Where are you going to go? Um, and then uh, we also have uh, the um, the Fort Lauderdale Airport shuts down after major, major flooding is hitting Florida. Have you been take, uh, taking a look well, at that? I heard that story, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Rivers of water. Yeah, I mean, I, Florida's going underwater. The, the highest part of Florida, I think, is, uh, you know, 32 feet above sea level. Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, there are no, there, I don't think there's a mountain range. It's going to be like Venice. Yeah, that's right. Venice. It's going to be wiped out. Wow. I, I like the fake statistics you throw. Yeah. He, well. He's good at that. Look, I, I I think you can look it up. It's I bet it's I bet it's less than fifty feet. Don't you think? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Above sea level. I don't know. Most of the state is low. Yeah. Yeah. Very low. Yeah. It's swampy. So it's, climate change is going to end Florida, right? Isn't that the theory? Nah, I yeah. don't think. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not there on climate change yet, but. Um, <laughs> I guess some people have to say they are on the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> when my apartment floods, then I'll be there. When Burbank gets uh, flooded, I'll, uh, I'll gets, call you. <laughs> Burbank's 200 degrees. Conway's next. Ding dong. You're more than halfway there. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Mark Ronner is Global Warming. KFI AM 640. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.